Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing in the Gospel of Matthew in the 26th chapter. And let's begin with verse 20, the one that we spent the entire podcast with yesterday. (laughs) It says this, Now when evening came, Jesus was reclining with the twelve disciples. He's sitting at the table with the twelve disciples. Verse 21 says this, As they were eating, and so they're eating, they're sharing a meal together. Now, as I said previously, as I've said several times before in various ways and probably will continue to do so, I do not think that this was the Passover meal proper. This is the meal at the beginning of the Passover day, same way we might eat two or three meals a day. The sun has gone down, and it is the day of Passover, the 14th day of the sun. But they're eating the meal right now. The Passover meal will not be eaten until after the Passover lamb is killed, which will be 3 o'clock that afternoon, 21 hours later, let's say. And then when they prepare it and sit down and eat, literally when they sit down to eat, it becomes the next day, the 15th day of Nisan, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, a holy convocation day, according to Leviticus 23. So they're sitting here and they're having a meal, Matthew 26, verse 21. Then Jesus says this, truly I say to you that one of you will betray me. One of you will betray me. Now, these uh, 12 men had been through a lot in the previous years together. Uh, We're studying right now, uh, locally and online, at the time of my recording this, uh, the Gospel of Mark. And it's amazing to see all the little details that the Lord has given us about how Jesus sent them out two by two, right? And the things they did, they cast out demons, they anointed people with oil, and they healed many. That would have included the one that would ultimately become the betrayer. So the betrayer lived with them. And Jesus actually says that when he chose all of them, did he not know that he had a betrayer among them from the beginning? And he knew who he was. He knew who he was. Okay. So now Jesus is letting them know that one of them will betray me. What's amazing to me about this is that none of them knew who it was. Look at verse 22. It says this, being deeply grieved, they each one began to say to him, Surely not I, Lord. Each one of them were grieved by the, the idea that one of them would be a betrayer of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the first thing they did was that they're in grief and they're asking, Lord, is it me? Is it me? They had seen enough and understood enough of Jesus and his teaching to realize that even though they may feel like it's not me, it's not me, it could readily be me but I just don't know it yet. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is it I, Lord? I don't know, you know? And Jesus answered them, and he said, He who dipped his hand with me in the bowl is the one who will betray me. Then Jesus continues, The Son of Man is to go, just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. (laughs) It literally means for him, if that man had not been born, it would have been a lot better if he just had not been born. That gives us some insight into the betrayer, into Judas. You know, we talked a little bit about this ago, a few episodes ago. And, um, you know, when Judas was first cutting the deal and what people think, a lot of people think, well, he was just trying uh, to push the revelation of Jesus alone to where uh, Jesus would have to reveal himself for who he was and would have to become the victorious king 
that Judas was wanting. Well, maybe perhaps, but right here, Jesus flat out calls him a betrayer. Jesus forthrightly said it would be much better for that man if he had never been born, if he had never existed. Much better in what way? Well, not just what was going to happen to him, because he would die, but you know, all of us, if we live long enough, you die. Okay, But what awaited him, particularly after that? Okay, And Jesus acknowledges, he said, the Son of Man has to go, is to go, because it was written that way of him. And there's just dozens and dozens of scriptures in the Old Testament that spoke of what would happen to Messiah and that prophesied of what would happen to Jesus. And so Jesus is acknowledging that. He says, that's no problem. He said, I know that's going to occur. But this right here, he said, it would be so much better this man had not been born because of what is going to occur and what's going to happen. Verse 25 says this, And Judas, who was betraying him, see, he was already in the process betraying, remember? He'd cut a deal with the religious leaders. He'd already done that. And he was just now looking for an opportunity so Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. Now, the other disciples, other apostles had said the same thing. They'd said, Surely not I, Lord. But you can hear the difference in tones of inflection because it says they being deeply grieved, each one began to say to him, Surely it's not I, Lord. So you can hear this murmuring, 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 <laughs> murmuring, and mumbling, that's going among them, saying, Lord, it's not I, is it? Surely it's not I. No, not I. And they were deeply grieved. You don't see Judas being deeply grieved at all. Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. And Jesus said to him, You've said it yourself. Whoa. In other words, by the very words of your mouth, these things were proclaimed. Let's quickly look at a couple of the Gospels related to this. Here's what Mark has to say. And as they were reclining at the table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you that one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be grieved and to say to him one by one, Surely not I. And he said to them, It is one of the twelve who dips with me in the bowl. For the Son of Man is to go just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. And then over in Luke 22, But behold, the hand of the one betraying me is with me, is uh, betraying me, is with mine on the table. So he's saying he's sitting at the table with me. For indeed, the Son of Man is going, as it's been determined. Hmm, that's interesting. It's been prophesied. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might B, who was going to do this thing. And then John 13. When Jesus has said this, he became troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly I say to you that one of you will betray me. The disciples began looking at one another and at a loss to know which one he was speaking. There was reclining on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. That would be John, the one who's writing this. That's how he described himself. So Simon and Peter gestured to him, to John, and said to him, Tell us who it is whom he is speaking. He leaned back thus on Jesus' bosom and said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus then answered, 
that is the one for whom I shall dip the morsel and give it to him. So when he had dipped the morsel, he took and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. After the morsel, Satan then entered into him. Therefore, Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. Now, no one of those reclining at the table knew what purpose he'd said this to him. For some were supposing, because Jesus had the money box, that Jesus was saying to him, hey, go buy, buy the stuff that we need for the feast, or else that he should give something to the poor. Notice what he said there. Uh, they were thinking that Jesus said, hey, go out and get the stuff that we're going to need for the feast. What feast? The feast of Passover, which would be later that day. They'd already prepared it. They'd prepared the room. They'd done all that. But they were still in preparation for the actual feast. So after receiving the morsel, he went out immediately. And it was night. <laughs> Interesting that John tells us that. We see from here the importance, right, of getting the full counsel of the four Gospels to understand the timing of what happened. Jesus literally gave the morsel to Judas. When he did, it was revealed that it was Judas. Uh, Satan came into him, but even the disciples at that time did not realize what had just happened. Well, again, I'm Dale. We'll continue on the next time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.